0: We are going to get into the word. Are we ready? Yes, we are ready. Cool. So today, um, the title of my preach today is called The Unknown. And before we start, I just want to encourage you to explore these three questions. Number one, how do you respond when God invites you into the unknown? How do you trust your unknown future... Through a known God. How do you trust your uncertain future through a certain God? But before we start to look at the crazy unknown that Abraham was stepping into to answer these questions, I would like to give us a little background to the Bible up until this point. Because we are now in the second week of a new series that Pastor Matt kicked off at the online baptisms. By the way, how amazing (laughs) was the online baptisms? If you have not watched it yet, it's all online. I highly recommend it. Tears, emotion, pure joy. It was amazing. So in and amongst the baptisms, Matt also started this new series. Okay, so he did week one. We're in week two now. And it's called Your Part in God's Story. Okay, so what's happened in the story so far though? So we last week we started from the very beginning of the Bible uh, in the book of Genesis and we read that God created humanity, you and I, to thrive in a healthy and whole relationship with him, with each other, with ourselves and with creation. But then we read, and I know most of us here probably know the story, But then we read that humanity rejected God and chose their own way. And as a result, all those four relationships became broken and we couldn't fix it. But then we read that God refused to abandon or reject us. And so he set in a plan to rescue us and restore us back to wholeness in relationship with him, with each other, with ourselves and with creation. So God chooses a people, the Jewish people, through whom his son Jesus will eventually come and bring about this rescue and restoration. Yet despite God's way, people still continued to ignore him and continue to sin. However, God chose a man, and this is where Matt read from last week, Abraham. Actually, his name was Abram before he was called Abraham to be the father of that nation, the Jewish people. And so today, we're going to pick up the reading from this story. So if you have your Bibles, if you have a physical copy, or if you have your online Bible, um, please turn to the book of Genesis, chapter 12, and we're going to read from verses 1 to 9. Okay, so that's Genesis 12, from verses 1 to 9. I'm reading from the NLT translation. And it says this, the call of Abram, the Lord had said to Abram, Abram, sorry, leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, and all his wealth, his livestock, and all the people he had taken into the household at Haran, And headed for the land of Canaan. When they arrived in Canaan, Abraham traveled through the land as far as Shechem. There he set up camp beside the oak of Moreh. At that time, the area was inhabited by the Canaanites. Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I will give you this land to your descendants. And Abraham built an altar there and dedicated it to the Lord who had appeared to him. After, after that, Abraham traveled south and set up camp in the hill country with Bethel to the west and Ai to the east. There he built another altar and dedicated it to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord. Then Abraham continued traveling south by stages toward the Negev. Okay, crazy story, right? Do you think crazy story? Because let's like really think about it. That would be like God telling you today, Linda, telling you today, Becky, Felicity, Nora, Tony, Harry. It would be like telling you to go into your car, bring your whole family, all your belongings and leave everything else behind and just drive not knowing where you're going into the unknown. But I, God, am going to direct you. Hesitant, unsure, fearful would be some of the emotions that I or you may be feeling. Or maybe you'd be like, yes, bring this road trip of a lifetime. I'm ready for it. I'm here for it, God. But honestly, how would you feel? And what would you do if God invited you to leave everything you know and step into the unknown? So how did Abraham respond? Well, we just read in Genesis that Abraham departed in faithful obedience as the Lord had directed him. And then we read that as Abraham set out to go to all these new lands, Shechem, Canaan, I, Bethel, like they were worshiping the Lord through prayer, praise and thanksgiving. So we see how Abraham responded but why? Why did he do it? Well, let's look at Abraham real quick before he was called Abraham because at this point he was born and raised in Ur, which is modern day Iraq. And we're not sure how Abraham knows about the one true God at this point, but it's likely that he followed his father's footsteps, which in Joshua 24 2 confirms that Abraham's father And the people there served and worshipped other gods. So as a worshipper of other gods, Abraham must have been pretty surprised to have received a direct revelation from Yahweh. The one true God. Because the other gods and distant objects of worship did not personally interact with men. So here we're reading Genesis indicates that God's appearance to Abraham was the deciding factor in him choosing to worship God. And when Abraham obeyed God's call to leave everything behind, that included his religions. Abraham leaving was an example of faith in action. In Hebrews 11, verses 8, we read that it was by faith. That Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. So why did he do it? Well, he encountered, and if you're making notes, this is the first point. He encountered the personal nature of God. This was the real deal. Nothing like he had ever experienced before. And this is why Abraham was able to trust and trust wholeheartedly. He trusted God, obeyed. And we see in the following chapters, Abraham is growing in faith. He's growing in obedience. And he's growing in understanding of this new God, Yahweh. And at the same, and it's the same with us. When you, when you get close, when you lean into his presence, when you give yourself fully, when you daily, personally encounter God, his love, his truth, his word, he speaks. He makes himself known. He is close. He is real. And you can begin to trust in him. Abraham was able to trust in his uncertain future because he got personal with God and realized that he is certain. And that was enough for Abraham. I googled the definition of intimate. And it means to be closely acquainted, familiar, personal, having a very close connection and knowledge of, And for all of you here in the room and everyone listening online, God wants us to have an intimate relationship with Him. Because when we are close to Him, when our eyes are fixated on Him, like a bride walking down to meet the bridegroom, all anxiety, all fear, all doubt, uncertainty is gone and He remains true. Eyes fixated. On him. And why else can you and I, why else can we trust God? So, point one, he was personal. Point two, because he's a promise keeper. In this passage, we read, and from what we know of how the rest of the story goes, that God is a promise keeper and he is faithful. All the I will give you this and I will give you that. All of those promises, the promises of land, descendants, blessing, the redemption that was to come, it all came true. And not just for him then, but today, you and I are standing and living in the promises of God. When Jesus Christ, the one we've been worshiping all morning, came to earth, God's promise was fulfilled. Through Abraham, the entire world was blessed. He is a promise Keeper, we can trust the God who is in control, and as Psalms eighteen thirty says, God's way is perfect; all that Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to Him for protection. So, so far, as we think about stepping into the unknown, we see a personal God. We see a God who is a promise keeper, and we witness Abraham receiving purpose. And we all have purpose now. In him, you have purpose. And the purpose is to know him and to live in wholeness. In Matthew 4, 19, Jesus called out to the disciples and said, come and follow me. And I will transform you into men who catch people for God. And this is still true for you and I today. I remember God calling my family to move and sell the house. So I'm from London, uh, where I was born and raised. And we moved to a small town in the countryside. And I remember years of experiencing so much uncertainty. Yet, I also remember, through all the uncertainty, trusting God and remaining faithful. And he gave us, my mom and I, faith, strength, and mom and I began to see the beginning and the purpose of it all. Like, why did we move? Why did we step out into the unknown? Why did we come here? And I'm sure all of you here have your own unknown that God has called you or God is calling you now to step into. And I want to encourage you that there is purpose in it. And the thing is, you and I were not called to walk this road alone. God is with you. Simply humble yourself and come to him and he will help you. And you can ask him to fan into flames faith that removes the bondage of unbelief and fear. Faith pleases God and he encourages you and I to have faith, believing in what we cannot see. And that's not always easy. But if it was, it wouldn't require trust and dependency on him. And who better To trust then in the one who remains constant and faithful through the ages. In the one who knows the road ahead and the plans and future for you. In the one who promises to always be with you. In the one who will never leave you or abandon you or forsake you. In the one who promises to give you his peace, his hope, his joy, his wisdom, his strength. In the one who knows you better than you know yourself. In the one who loves you so much and cares for you. In the one who restores you into wholeness and gives you purpose. In the one who can be trusted. Abraham trusts God. And the evidence of him trusting God is that he takes the risk. Obediently. In James 2, 14, 26... He talks about how faith without works is dead. And he points out to us how Abraham's actions and faith and works were all working together. Band, you can come back up now. Now, you might not be called to move or leave to another country like Abraham or like Leo and Samantha um, Sandu who are going out to Moldova, in Zio, Moldova. Or like Paul and Elaine, who are called to Mexico. You might not be called to move to another country, but in Christ, you have purpose. And what is God saying to you? Where is he calling you to take a risk and be faithful? Sometimes remaining faithful is just waiting on God. And sometimes it's taking a risk, stepping out and away from the predictable. Maybe it's simple as being good news to the person, inviting them to church or asking someone to pray with them. Maybe taking a step of faith in your giving. Or maybe it's just taking the risk to get to know God more. There will always be moments when God is inviting you and I, us, to step into the unknown, and he promises to be with us. We see that Abraham was able to step into the unknown because he encountered the personal God, and that moved him to trust. And we see that this God, our God, Yahweh, the one true God, gave Abraham purpose. And that God was and is a promise keeper. God's plan from the beginning has been to make himself known to all people. And he desires dependence, trust and faith in him. Not faith in our own ability to please him. The reality is, it's not about you, it's not about me. But it's about the bigger picture and about his glory to be revealed. And so I want to invite you, if this is you here in the room or online listening, to stand as a surrender moment. If you want to say, yes, God, I am willing to step into the unknown with you. I want to trust my unknown future through you because you are faithful and you are a trustworthy God. If that's you, I want you to stand because I want to pray for you. I'm standing too. (laughs) Amen. I want to pray over you. Father God, help us not to hesitate to step out where you are calling us. Build up our faith and trust in you, Father. Help us to taste the sweet joy, and fill our hearts as we choose to be directed by you. Remove fear. You remind us that you have gone ahead of us, preparing the way, and you promise to be our peace. So, Father, use us to let your light shine in the dark places so that your glory will explode. Thank you that you are with us, that you are for us, that you are working through us. It's all you, Father, and thank you for equipping us with all that we need. Help us to step into the newness of what you have for us and help us to see the power of your spirit. Thank you that you will be the grace for every step we take. Amen. Amen. And if, <laughs> Amen, glory to God. Yes. Amen. And if you want to live a life knowing this one true God, Yahweh, who we've been singing and talking about. And if you want to invite Jesus into your life to be your Lord and Savior, then will you stand? And and actually, I want everyone to stand, actually, for this moment. We're going to stand alongside our brothers and sisters and we're going to pray together out loud, repeating this prayer. But specifically, if this is for you, If you want to say, yes, Father, I want to know you. If you're listening online and you want to say, yes, Father, I want to know you, then repeat this prayer. Let's say it all. Jesus, I know I am a sinner, but I believe you came to rescue me and that you died for my sins. Right now, I turn from my sins. And I open the door of my heart and life. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. I want to know you. Take complete control of my life. And help me to walk in your footsteps daily. By the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. Amen. 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 If you have prayed that prayer for the first time, we have the host team and the welcome team at the back, and they would love to connect with you at the end. And thank you, brothers and sisters in Christ, for standing united because people are turning to God. Isn't that an amazing thing? People who want to know God are discovering Him. And if you already know God, then step into the unknown with God. Amen.